The following podcast is a Bill Say production. Welcome back to another episode, everyone. We have a super cool episode lined up for you guys on names, mispronunciation, identity, and its implications on the development of ourselves, our community. I'm super excited to introduce our guests today and hear about their experiences and stories navigating all of this. So grab a drink, sit back, and let's dive right into it. Let's start off with a quick round of introductions. Okay, hi everyone. My name is Sai. I oh, my pronouns are she, her. I'm a senior at the University of Michigan, and I'm studying biopsychology, cognition, and neuroscience. My name is Fatima. I'm a sophomore here at U of M. Um, and I'm hoping to study public health. Hi, I'm Shuborna, and I use she, her pronouns. I'm a junior majoring in community and global public health and double minoring in writing and applied statistics. Okay, so we here at Samosas and Mimosas really love our boy Hassan Minaj. And so the other day I was watching like a compilation video on YouTube because like, what else am I going to do in my free time? So I don't know if you guys remember this, but he went on Ellen a few years ago and she mispronounced his name and he just roasted her then and there, which was amazing. So I feel like that moment itself sparked a lot of thought and discussion in our community over, you know, this phenomenon about our names constantly being mispronounced and what it says about our identity. So when I was first outlining this article, the anecdote I wanted to share was about how my personal experience with name pronunciation had been different from my immigrant and POC peers because I didn't face that much of an issue with it. But as I read about it more, I began to reflect a little bit and see that that's actually not true. It's just that like, we're so expectant on getting our name disrespected because even the bare minimum becomes acceptable. And I'm not really sure what that says about me or the community that I come from. My name was not mispronounced as much as my peers were, but that's not to say that like people didn't throw in like an extra A at the end of my name, even after I told them like a hundred times how to say it correctly. And it's not to say that like as a child I was sitting and I knew exactly when the substitute teacher reached my name because she paused and had such like a nasty look on her face and then says, I already know I'm going to butcher this. They always say butcher as if like our names are like, like meat, (laughs) which is like problematic. Like, what is that about? (laughs) I think I was like suppressing all of those things and trying to focus more on the fact that some of my peers would be like, oh, how do you say your name? Like, I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. I focus more on that. And I think that's just a result of me growing up in this community and wanting to somehow find excuses or justify any any wrongdoings on their end. So that was like an interesting revelation for me. So I'll talk more about my experience later if it comes up. But first, I want to hear from you guys. What has your name journey been from your childhood growing up here? What is navigating this whole phenomenon look like for you? Okay, I can go first. If you may know me, my name my name journey is very complicated. My actual whole entire name is 21 letters long. It's Sai Preetha Pumidigantam. And I'm not even saying it correctly because I'm still like 
using an American accent to say it and it's not being pronounced in the actual way it would be. But 21 letter name is not digestible for many people. It was indigestible when I was, you know, growing up in India. I lived there for five years, you know, from birth. And then when I moved here to America, it was not digestible then. And for many people, they just chose to go with Sai, like make Sai my first name, totally forget the Preetha because it was more of like a double name, first name sort of a situation. And so I completely just chose to disengage from the Preetha in my name, just went by Sai, and now I introduce myself as Sai too. And I think that was me trying to like make up for the fact that my last name is 13 letters long. And I wanted to make it a little bit easier for people who, when I was introducing my my name to them, which was kind of sad because I was still silencing my own self to make it easier for other people. And every time that I had to, you know, introduce myself in a new class to new people, to to anyone, it's me making sure that I can say it's Sai Pamitigantum, spelling it out for them, pronouncing it for them, so that I'm not putting burden on their their end. Because for some reason, I was mad at myself for having such a long name when it's not even my fault. My name carries so much culture, so much history, so much love from my parents because, you know, they chose it for me so lovingly. Um, I was born after like six years of them trying to have a baby. So I'm, I'm their first child. And I can imagine they must have thought so hard, like, what would my first child's name be after, you know, trying to conceive her for so many years and the fact that they chose a name for me and I feel kind of hesitant to introduce myself with that name was kind of the guilt and the shame that I carried for a long time and I still carry though I'm trying to work against that so that's just a little um, intro to the whole plot line of my name journey yeah, for me, um, my, so my name is pronounced Fatima, and but growing up, like throughout my childhood um, at school, I always went by Fatima because I didn't really have a lot of South Asian people at my school, and I don't know why. I think I was just like wired to like think that non-South Asians couldn't pronounce Fatima, so I just like always went by Fatima my entire like, and it, it was weird because like when there were South Asian people, I'd I'd call myself Fatima, um, and then when there weren't, um, I'd call myself Fatima. So it was like this like double thing where I was like s- someone different at school, someone different at home. Then when I came to Michigan, my parents came to help um, move me in, and um, the girl living across the hall from my dorm, um, she was like. Um, oh hi Joe what's your name and I was like oh I'm Fatima and she was like oh is it is it Fatima or is it Fatima and I was like oh wait it's actually Fatima and that was like really refreshing for me because I was like wait maybe people can pronounce it and then after that my dad was kind of like why don't you start introducing yourself as Fatima and I'm like hmm I don't know about that Um, and I've kind of tried to do it but I don't know I, I still feel like my brain is kind of wired every time there's someone who's like not a South Asian, I just go by Fatima. Like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like I'm just wired to to do that. 
Now, Shavorna, I have read your article on the Michigan Daily, My Name, The Color of Gold. And for those of you listening, it's truly such a beautifully written piece that really allows us to connect with your story. We'll have that linked in the description for you guys to check out. So definitely do take a read. It's fantastic. You talk about how you grew up with most people calling you Suborna, but your name is not truly meant to be pronounced that way. It's Shuborna. Would you mind walking us through like this whole experience and revelation of yours? So my name, Shuborna, means the color of gold. And I'm not sure why my parents chose this name for me, but I like to think it's because my mom's name, Rupa, means silver. Um, so growing up, I was always called Subarna um, because my name's spelled S-U-B. There is no H in it. Um, So uh, throughout my entire childhood, middle school, high school, all of that, at school, people would call me Suburna, and at home, I was known as Shuborna, or amongst my family, my nickname, Mumu. So I kind of grew up with two to three different names, and I always thought this was like a normal thing. I never really questioned it much until I remember once, like my senior year of high school, I think. I told some of my friends at school, and most of my friends who I went to school with are Indian because I'm from Novi, um, but I told them that my name was actually pronounced Shuborna, not Subarna, and I'm not really sure what reaction I was expecting, but it was kind of odd because they seemed surprised, but not in a good way, um, and I guess a lot of this is just attributed to like cultural differences and like what you're used to versus not used to, so... After that experience, I kind of like forgot about it until my freshman year of college when I came to Umich and now suddenly I had people um, I went to high school with at college as well as people who like are family friends or people have, who have known me in a different context um, from our Bengali community who also knew me and they all knew me as Shuborna. So I was faced with this whole thing of like, oh, some people know me as Suborna, some people call me Shuborna, all in like the same campus. Like, what do I do about that? And so that's when I kind of started thinking about like my name and like what my name means and like how my name kind of defines who I am as a person and how I kind of visualize myself. And so from then on, it's been like an interesting thing where like some of my friends have actually started calling me Shuborna instead of Suborna. And a lot of people are making that shift. But I'm still in that, like, weird, like, middle phase of, like, oh, do I, like, start introducing myself as Shuborna? Because now, like, in class and everything, I still call myself Suborna because how am I supposed to explain that, like, there's no H in my name, but you should say the H. So I think my name journey, I've definitely come a long way from, like, back when I was, like, Suborna only in one place and Shuborna in another place. But I think I still have a long way to go to kind of understand how I want to like embody myself and how I want to like present myself to the world with my name. You mentioned at the end of your article, all it takes is a simple correction. Actually, my name is pronounced this way. It's not that hard to do, though I still feel strange doing it, which brings up a really interesting point that I want all of you to discuss today. Do you feel burdened by the need to correct people and almost like defend the validity of your identity through your name? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, that's an interesting question because internally I want to be like, that's not how you say my name. Like inside, like the voice in my head is screaming like, no, that's not how you say it. But 
I'm just not a confrontational person or it's really hard for me to like speak up and correct people. So I've always just been like, okay, just like call me whatever you want because I just don't have it in me to correct you or like the thousands of other people that do it, right? And and as many, like yeah, Shabarna and Fatima, like both of you said, like it's not just um, white people or like American people. It's also like our south asian people that have trouble pronouncing my name too so it's like how many people am i going to correct i might as well just be like just talk to me whatever you want to call me go ahead um and i am still not sure how to say it in a way or like be strong enough to be like i apologize can you actually pronounce it this way so i'm still learning too yeah i definitely sometimes feel like almost a burden when I tell people to correctly pronounce my name or like like tell people that they're saying it wrong which now that I say it out loud sounds absolutely ridiculous because I'm not a burden at all like I deserve to take up the space I'm taking up especially for something as basic as my name but yeah I definitely think that like there's still like a little bit of like a struggle or like a dissonance when like people see the way my name's spelled and technically they like sound it out and say it correctly but then like like culturally like with my Bengali culture like it's pronounced a different way so it's just I'm, I guess I'm like kind of what I said before like I'm still just like struggling with like how to best like approach that with people especially for my friends who like called me like Subarna my entire life and love they like have all these like nicknames for me like subs and all that that like stem from Subarna when that's not even like the way my name is pronounced so I definitely think like now that like we're having this conversation and people listen to it hopefully um maybe we will have like a more like open community in terms of like correcting people on our name um in an ideal world it just seems like it's like an extra step that I'm asking other people to take for me like I'm taking up more space in the room and I'm not allowed to like have that space right and it's like is it really worth correcting them if we're just like you know if it's like at Starbucks or something and it's just like a a few minute like encounter is it really worth like taking the time to correct them but I think that's like where my guilt kind of comes in because I feel like my name holds a lot of meaning behind it and like a lot of significance, like cultural or religious significance. Um, and like growing up, like in my childhood, I just kind of thought, oh, like I go by Fatima um, at school and Fatima at home. And it's like, you know, that's just how it is. Like it's not um, that big of a deal. But then as I grew up and I came to know, like really understand the significance of my name, I feel guilty because I feel like um, I'm like, doing disrespect to the name or I'm like disrespecting the name and the significance of it um but at the same time I still can't bring myself to correct people like as quickly it's difficult it's like how do you it's also sometimes I'm like I'm afraid to make this conversation awkward like oh we're having a good conversation we're like gelling we're flowing and now I have to be like um actually can you say my name like correctly because it seems like we're I'm like I'm afraid I might hurt the other person for and I might make them feel like ashamed of themselves and I don't want them to like have that so yeah I don't know a lot of feelings involved 
I was listening to a podcast earlier in the week um, by Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Um, I believe it's called Feel Better, Live More. Um, but he, he was talking to a speaker. Um, I forgot her name, but she pronounced his name correctly. He pr- she pronounced it Rangan instead of Rangan, what he usually goes by just for it to be easier. Um, and he was like thanking the speaker, like, thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. Um, and she was like, yeah, like, of course, the whole like podcast, that episode was about fear. Um, and so like, he, he brought up the fact that like, maybe the reason that we are, we're like fearful of asking other people to pronounce our name correctly is because like, we don't want them to feel ashamed. Yeah, it's like we're accounting for something on their part or like doing something for their own comfort. Um, and it's just like underlying fear, um, which is probably the reason for what stops us from like correcting people. So maybe just kind of unpack unpacking those like rooted emotions for like why we don't we don't like stop people or like correct people um, is maybe like a good place to start. We have all expressed that, you know, we're just trying to be nicer to other people. And like, that is pat on my shoulder. We're good people. But then I think it like on the other part, I would hope that people also take the initiative to be like, oh, you know, this is a new name for me. Can we take a moment to like, can you pronounce it for me actually in like the correct way? And I know I have begun to do that for people because I know I would want that on the receiving end. So it's like once you have unpacked those emotions, I know I'm jumping ahead of myself, um, but I think that's what I would really want to see other people doing is also extending that, those niceties and being nice to me in return. Something that you guys keep mentioning is how you're taking into consideration the other party's convenience, not wanting them to feel ashamed of themselves. But at the same time, you yourself are sacrificing your the respect for your name. So do you think in a way, and I'm probably not phrasing this in the best way, so I apologize, but like, do you think in a way that like, we almost have like a responsibility to take that extra step and make them uncomfortable if we want to see more acceptance and progress. Yeah, I think so. Um, I also know that like when I do correct people, I feel like they appreciate it a lot of the times. Like it's not necessarily like a feeling of shame or guilt, like what we may think it is. It's more like, oh, like, thank you. Thank you for like, I'd rather pronounce it correctly um, than than get it wrong the whole time. So I think it's just like having the courage to like quickly just be like, oh no, actually it's pronounced like this and like let them get it right. And then after that, like mm-hmm. it's all good. Yeah, I wish I was more like my mother who, you know, also has a long name and she's very confident when she goes out in the public. She pronounces it the way that it should be. She doesn't ask for you know or she doesn't try to make it convenient for other people she's just like yeah this is me this is my name and she's very confident in the way that she does that and I'm always like I don't know why but I feel more guilty for her even though she is being really confident and I applaud her for that um I'm always like oh gosh like what if someone is like taken back by the long name do I have to make it easier for them do I have to like pronounce it again and I am going to not do that anymore and I should learn from her to just be confident, say it the way that I want to say 
and have the other person deal with it on their end anything that they feel because that's on them this is me being my true self and that's the best we can do um so yeah on the other end there are often people who will go by kind of like a white nickname for lack of better words i have a friend who goes by a entirely separate english name it's not even like a nickname played off of his original name it's just a different name entirely that he picked up from like tv or something like that mm-hmm. so and there are a lot of people who do things like this i have a lot of east asian friends who have two names they have their actual name and then they go by like a biblical name so that in itself what do you think about that I know that like people often like judge those people for being like oh you're you're not respecting your culture and your roots but is that what you think is really happening there like what do you have to say about like that kind of situation yeah, no, that's interesting, like, the, the like finding the reason for, like, why people do it. I actually, like, went on a road trip um, a few weeks ago, and we stopped at Chick-fil-A, and all four of my friends in the car, who I've known, like, since childhood, every single one of them had, like, a quote-unquote white name. And I didn't really have one, because I just always went by Fatima, and that was, like, good enough. Um, when I think about, like, why they have one, I think about like, probably just, like, convenience. Like, we're at Chick-fil-A. It's not that big of a deal. My name is long and probably hard to, like, write or pronounce or, like, understand. And, you know, like, we're in a drive through and we just need to get through this. So let's just make it as easy as possible. Um, so I feel like there it was definitely, like, just a matter of convenience. But then I also kind of think maybe it's also a sense of embarrassment. I think I understand. It's like the process of assimilation for all of us is different as we try to assimilate into a new country or maybe you you are like second generation, whatever that is. You have a name and as we talked about, there's so many feelings involved like guilt, embarrassment, shame, fear, all of these. And we it's too much for our brains to have all of those feelings in a drive through, you know? So it's just probably easier to be like, this is a nickname that I go by. Um, and yeah, Shabarna, like you were saying, it's we, I don't think it's right for us to judge how someone chooses to present themselves because they have their own reason, their own story. I think it's more about the just our society and the fact that they, it has led them to do that. And the fact that they think that they're not safe or comfortable or. It's just not easy for them to present their given name. I know for me, as I was saying, there's like two parts to my name. Like there's Sai and then there's Preeta. And I think the reason why I stuck to Sai so much is because it does sound less ethnic in a way. It does sound more like westernized. And so I was like, yeah, that's my, that's going to be like my Western version, even though it's still like a South Asian name. And yeah, it's like I was doing doing it because I just didn't want to have a tough conversation every time. And so you get to do what you need to do to make things easier for you to travel through the world. Um, and then rather than like identifying the individual, it's more about like what's going on around them that's pushing them to do that. Why do you think we are almost like programmed to instantly think that like, our names are 
quote unquote hard different you know like what is it that leads us to accept these things what like you know when people go go by nicknames like even at like starbucks or something it's like oh yeah it's probably easier for them but like why do we think that in the first place thoughts i mean i guess it's because my name isn't as common (laughs) like no one i know is named Sai Preetha and all I see around me are like Emily's and Sarah's and Catherine's and that's I think growing like so because we live in a western society I think that my name is out of place like it wasn't made for this society and that's something I have to constantly remind myself like because I am an immigrant I think in the process of assimilation I'm always like I'm still not belonging here because my name is out of place it's like a sore a sore thumb it's like bitter on some people's tongues because it's so different and um I can see their face when they're trying to pronounce it when they see it like it's just like huh and so that enough is like an unwelcoming environment that's telling me like I am not being welcomed here or my name isn't being welcomed here and that's just like a put off yeah exactly it's like it's just uncommon I guess or it's not as common as like what like non-south Asians are used to um but I feel like just because our names are like uncommon or unfamiliar (laughs) doesn't necessarily mean that they're hard to pronounce I just feel like when people see something that's like un. not familiar to them they like automatically like choke up and they're like oh I can't pronounce that but really like if Mm -hmm. you try you probably can pronounce it um so I think that's always been kind of like something growing up like my last name is Dohadwala and if you like look at it the spelling it's like I don't think it's hard to pronounce it's very like straightforward I think people just see it and they're like Dohadwala like you know like they like, they don't want to pronounce it just because it's unfamiliar to them. Um, so I think maybe seeing that from, yeah. like, for for anyone who sees, like, something unfamiliar to them. Like, maybe instead of just automatically being, like, I can't pronounce that or, like, you know, like, maybe just try. And, um, yeah, you'd be surprised. Like, it's actually not that hard. <laughs> Like, you'll get an A for effort. And I think that's what I've noticed is, like, all all our names, when they've been um, a- made into the English versions, they are literally spelled the, the way that they should be pronounced. Like, whenever I, like, say out my last name, like, Pamidigantum, people are like, oh, so it's just, like, how it's spelled. And I'm like, duh like that's why it's spelled that way (laughs) it's spelled that way for a reason all you have to say is (laughs) and so we're already trying to it's like yeah they were yeah that's I guess yeah that's it's just interesting like why can't you just try to spell it out you have been taught to like read it's like a very elementary school level thing is to like read and sound out the consonants that's all you got to do (laughs) exactly like I feel like 
one of like the most hurtful things like a person can say when they see your name is like, oh, I'm not even going to bother trying. Like I've had so many like substitute teachers mm-hmm. or like even like classmates say that. And I feel like, like, who do you think you are to like not try to pronounce my name? Like my name is my name. Like yeah. if you tried, like I'd rather have someone try and mess it up and then I would correct you than like mm-hmm. just be dismissed. Like, oh, like that's essentially saying like, oh, look, like, your name doesn't matter. Like you as a person, like don't matter. Don't, like deserve my attention and like it's just like a really like diminishing feeling i don't know if you guys like oh yeah have ever felt that way at all oh yeah all the time yeah and i feel like our names are such like defining parts of our identity that like if you say something like that about your name it's like okay well that's like the very like Mm -hmm. foundation of who i am so if you're not even gonna try for that like yeah it's it's probably more hurtful than people think it is Because you're not even taking the time in the day, like a few extra seconds to like at least attempt. And that's so much more demeaning and diminishing, as you were saying, than at least at least say it and then mess up. We can go from Mm -hmm. there. That's a conversation starter. But you're like ending the conversation before it begins. And I feel like like, maybe people do it like trying to be respectful, like not wanting to mess up. But like... I don't know, just, like, try. Like, that's the least you can do. Or, like, it's, like, a joke. <laughs> oh, I hate it when substitute teachers are, like, I'm not even gonna bother. And then everyone in the class laughs. And they're, like, looking at the class to get mm-hmm. some kind of, like, approval for saying something funny. I'm, like, it's not funny. It was not funny. But you continue to say this and undermine um yeah and thinking about like those experiences with like substitute teachers or like teachers or principals or whatever um it's like they're they're going through the roll call and you you kind of know like when where your name belongs on that on that roll call and like before they even get there you're just like yeah oh that's me like you don't you don't sometimes you don't even want them to try because you you want to like save yourself the embarrassment or save them the embarrassment and it's like maybe we should do like better there maybe we should like actually let them try and like be like okay like try and pronounce it if you can't like I'll correct you but not like be so quick to just be like oh yeah that's me and like move on and let it just kind of slide away oh my gosh imagine if someone's just like I'm not even gonna try to bother but you're like you just deadpan stare at them and like no please do try and then you're like everyone like because that would put them on the spot and I'm sure it would make them like have to rethink um oh yeah maybe this is not okay so maybe it's also on me for not for letting it pass by because I'm not taking myself seriously so no one so oh yeah having substitute teachers was like was the worst day of the week when I would walk in and I see there's a substitute teacher because I know we're having it's good my day's gonna start off with my name being mispronounced at roll call um it was just like oh dang it so yeah I think that's like something we can all do maybe Mm -hmm. so difficult though Uh, it's definitely like so ingrained in us now that like like even now like when someone like mispronounces it and like I'd be like, oh, like, it's okay, like, you did your best, and they'd be like, no, like, it's your name, like, please tell me how to pronounce it, I'm always, like, shocked, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, you actually want to try, like, I'm so used to, like, having teachers, yeah. like, actual adults, like, think it's not worth trying, so now when, like, someone, I feel like, I don't know if it's just, like, a college mindset, but I feel like it's definitely, like, 
since I came to Ann Arbor, like, people have been so much better about, like, names, even, like, GSI as, like, professors, like, they want to, like, try and they want to, like, care, which I think is really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I hope that, like, that translates to, like, younger, like, like, younger, like, school ages as well, because I feel like, like, middle school, high school, Mm -hmm. those those are such formative years, and, like, the impact that, like, the teachers have, like, back then on us, it, like, stays with us for a long time. So I really hope if any high school teachers listen to this, like, please try to, like, pronounce your kids' names correctly. Or not just high school, like, even all the way down to elementary, because I think that's what, for me, it was, Mm -hmm. like, my first grade teacher who was, like, I'm just going to call you Sai, not even going to look at Preetha, not even going to look at Pamitigantam, and, like, she was the one that, like, named me. It's, like, not even my parents that did. It's, like, her. And so now I'm, like, I can't get rid of Sai. It's, like, that's my identity. So it's, like, if you are a teacher or any, like, school adult administration, just take the time to pronounce and ask pronunciation for, like, all of your students' names. It really goes a long way. Yeah, I remember it was so refreshing. Like, one of my one of my teachers in high school, actually, like, on the roll call sheet on the very first day, like, would cross out names and, like, write the pronunciations, mm-hmm. like, would clarify for everyone in the class and then genuinely try and, like, go by those correct pronunciations for the rest of the class. Um, and I think it's, like, really important in, like, building relationships throughout, like, the rest of the rest of the class, rest of the year. When you're having these kind of interactions, I feel like there's different different types of responses like you guys have mentioned. So like you have the people who kind of like mumble over your name because they're like nervous because their brain can't like comprehend seeing something that they haven't seen before. Then you have like the people who make like an honest effort like you just mentioned who are like, how do you say it? Like, I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. Like, please correct me. You have those people. You also have these people who like you'll say your name and it'll go in one ear and it'll go out the other and they'll just say whatever they want to say. And it's like, (laughs) it's ridiculous. I mean, the things that like friends of mine have been called are like so blatantly not their name. Like I can't even stress it. Like one of my friends, like her name is Indian and our teacher like knowing her for a few months like called her Shakira and I was like her name starts with an A I just want to (laughs) like preface with that like it's not Shakira there's no no rearrangement of letters that could lead it to be Shakira but she was called Shakira and she just had to respond because you know like we were in class and we were doing something and life just had to go on so she just had to be okay with it and it's like that's that's ridiculous so there's there's those kind of people and then there's the people who just like won't even bother trying and just be like your name is just not worthy of like me taking two seconds to try to like use my second grade reading level to try to (laughs) like pronounce something what types of experiences are there any like really unique experiences that you guys have had with people pronouncing your name specifically um I had in middle school I think was probably like the time when I had the most jokes made on my name I remember my algebra teacher saw S-A-I and thought it meant say like was pronounced essay and I was like ha 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 and then she made like a whole like thing about it called like like 
a, a phrase or a saying. And every time she saw me, she'd be like, say, say, hey, hey. And I was like, ha, huh. I thought it was funny at first. And then it just got annoying because I was like, okay, you know my name now. Like it's, it's Sai, so we don't have to like make a fun phrase or make a fun joke about it every time you have to, to say my name. And then another one, my last name is Pamidi Gantam, and my science teacher just was blind to, or not blind, just ignored the G in the name, put a P, and thought it meant it was Pamidi Phantom. Like, I was a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) And it would just call me, and this was like six months after me being in his class already at this point. He'd be like, so I permitted Phantom. And I was like, that is a new one. That is, that's, I'll give you that. But I, it still stuck with me because I was like, where did the, where did the foot sound come from? And like, why do you think it's okay to just like, like my actual last name should, is translates to gold quill because I guess my ancestors were like really great poets and they were like gifted with a golden quill from like a certain king or whatever because of how well they wrote poetry. And all of that just got erased into me being called a ghost. (laughs) So yeah, like there's a lot of unique experiences. Of course, with all the bad ones, there's also good ones where people do take the time, but it's just the ones that are negative that stand out to you more. I guess one experience that, like, kind of really jumps out at me is, like, yeah, like, people have, like, mispronounced my name. Like, I've dealt with it. But it, like, hits different when someone mispronounces it, like, your parents' name in front of you. Like, just because, like, you know, like, they're, like, from an older generation, like, immigrated here. Like, like I feel like the cultural, like, weight for them is, like, so much more significant. So, like, I remember my dad, like, volunteered um, at my fifth grade camp and... So, mm-hmm. like, I think, like, one of the teachers was, like, trying to call him, and, like, she, like, didn't, like, she, apparently she never tried to, like, practice her name before that, so instead of saying Mr. Patacharya, she was, like, oh, Mr. Subarna's dad, and that's just, like, what he was known as for, like, the entire day, like, all my friends around me were, like, laughing about it, and I was, like, oh, but, like, there's, like, a Mr. Jones right there, you're not calling Mr. Jones, like, Mr. Whoever's dad, like, yeah, I just think it's, like, so disrespectful, not just, like, when you do it to a child, but to, like, an adult as well, like, and, like, Sai, you were talking about, like, the meaning of your last name and how, like, the South Asian last names have, like, so much, like, history behind them, like, our last name came from, like, it was, like, a title delivered to, like, like learned people or, like, priests or, like, teachers, like, of, like, a king's court, it, mm-hmm. like, symbolizes wisdom and knowledge, which is, like, has been like carried down in our family for generations and for you to just like ignore that and just be like oh Mr. Sobarna's dad like come do this for me or whatever like I was like 10 years old when this happened I was just like I just remember feeling really weird about it because no one else's parents were being like called like Mrs. Whoever's mom or like Mr. Whoever's dad mm-hmm. but yeah I think I was just saying like that's just like another way that like kids like students of color just got like singled out in classrooms and they just become like another like running joke which I just think is not okay yeah I don't really have like any experiences that I can like think at the top of my head right now but hearing y'all stories like Shubarna like your last name like I'm just like reading it right now on the screen and I'm like if I was like a white person like I could 
totally like just try and pronounce that you know like it's not that hard like it's just because it's unfamiliar and because maybe like there's some type of like stereotype associated with like our with our skin color or with a minority like they don't have to make that extra effort to like pronounce our name they can just do like what's most comfortable for them it's just not cool (laughs) it's not cool it's just not cool i want to draw up a point in an article i read by diti Kohli. i hope i'm saying that right (laughs) um (laughs) she's the editor-in-chief of the berkeley beacon and she wrote an article about her name journey where she mentions that she's bilingual her parents and her family are bi tri and quad quad quadlingual (laughs) um quadlingual and you know most immigrants are most immigrants come over and learn english and they have knowledge of languages from wherever they're from most immigrants you know can adapt to different circumstances so it's like kind of ironic that like we can learn a whole language but they can't take a few seconds to just sound something out that's literally like translated into like romanized text like how it's supposed to be sounded like it's not like it's like saying one thing but sounds like the other you know there's there's some pretty complex english names out there that are like long and hard to pronounce and i would argue that like a lot of our names are easier to pronounce than some of theirs but it's like they'll see it and they can't and so that's like really interesting that like we can learn a whole language but they just can't even comprehend a few words what are your thoughts on that? No, yeah, I think there's a lot of Eastern European um, last names that are very difficult to pronounce because they have a lot of silent letters or like different um, pronunciations of those letters. And so it was, and there were people in my class that would have those last names. And it was always interesting to me how they would never have to have the same experience I think I'm not sure what is being what the factors are here but something about my last name the way I look put those together it doesn't go well and yeah I I would want to hear I I don't it is it racism I think it is it's a it's a not I it's a subtle subtler form or like a microaggression I'm not sure what it is but it's it's um it's definitely the fact that we have we are a different race yeah I like I know I've seen like last like white last names that are like or like non-south Asian white like last names that um are long and like would be hard to pronounce but I think knowing that like or like putting myself in their shoes like I know how it feels to have like a complicated last name or whatever so I think I would like take the time to like look at it like I feel like when you first look at it like your brain does kind of do that whole thing like I can't do that but knowing that like I have a complicated last name and it can be hard for me for like other people to pronounce my name sometimes like I would take the time to like try and like pronounce it and not just kind of dismiss it um but I definitely agree with you Sai that like I think it is like the color of our skin and like the stereotypes associated with like our um our culture like our race that um that like leads people 
to just like just dis- be dismissive about our names for sure and like I know we were like talking with substitute teachers earlier and this just kind of reminded me of that like there have been like a couple of times when like I would have like an Indian substitute teacher who would come in pronounce my name perfectly and then like would struggle with like saying some of the white names and I remember like the students would be like oh like my name is so easy why can't she say that and I'm like oh now you know how I feel like 99% of the time so yeah I think it definitely does like like the person saying the name like does like influence like how they perceive it like a white substitute teacher will like make fun of us for like having difficult names versus like a south asian substitute will like say it perfectly but then like struggle with other names so i really i guess it really does depend on like what names we're exposed to like what our background is and stuff like that no i know i also have one of those experiences where (laughs) i was like a brown substitute teacher and she just butchered everyone else's name and then she got to mine and now i felt so much at peace that day it was like (laughs) the karmic revenge of babes and I was just like but well I think it's just like there's you just have to show a little bit more empathy and Mm -hmm. our brains we are much more we we do get hardwired to think common things and when things are out of place that's okay it's okay to feel like uncomfortable and I think I'm always like it's okay to like bask in that brave space where you feel uncomfortable but you're ready to learn I think that's all that we're asking it's like have a little bit of empathy and a willingness to learn it's okay to be uncomfortable we all feel that at different times it's just don't don't stop at the discomfort do you think that navigating all of this throughout your lives you know it's not just like a one day or like a one phase of your life thing. It's constant. It's ongoing. Just having to have this be like one more thing that you have to think about on top of everywhere, everything else, whereas other people may not have to. How has that impacted your personality, your mental health, your confidence levels, things like that? That's such a deep question. Um, wow. I feel like just, like, the act of, like, having to, like, adjust my name to fit, like, this, like, society's, like, standards or whatever, it's just made me into, like, a very adjusting person overall. Like, I always feel the need to, like, accommodate myself to other people's ease, and I feel like it's something I've been realizing, like, the past, like, couple months is, like, oh, like, I don't have to, like, be accommodating all the time or like it's okay for me like put up boundaries and all that stuff and like you know like telling people like how to pronounce your name correctly is like a form of a boundary in a way I'd say so I think definitely Mm -hmm. like just like this practice of like having to adjust ourselves and like make things easier for other people who may not want to be made uncomfortable I think it does have a negative impact in a way but I think also, like, just, like, this conversation itself, like, conversations like these are, like, a way to kind of, like, move forward from that and, like, try to be better overall. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely I have become more accommodating and I'm very good at adjusting to situations as they come by but I think in a way that also I said this a little bit earlier but I'm like too afraid to take up space in the room like I want to be made smaller and so that I'm not because I know my last name and my name itself is so big I want myself to be smaller and it's like 
that is not it's not a good mindset to have or to like to constantly dwell dwell on those things because you have this inner monologue that's always like you have to in in like addition to all the other things that we have to face you have this other inner monologue that's like constantly telling you like oh you have to like do this to make someone else feel better you have to do this to like lessen the guilt or the embarrassment or you're being too you're taking up too much space and that is tiresome and I think like as you were saying Shabarna like I think in the past few months I've definitely been like I don't have to do that it's hard to like rewire my brain after having so many like negative thoughts and like emotional feedback coming back to me for like my whole life but it's like a work in progress yeah I think my mental health growing up um, was definitely affected because like the first three letters of my name are F-A-T and so like people would literally make fun of it and be like oh fat like fat Emma and I'd just be kind of like oh, no. like it would definitely really affect me um, and I'd be like really embarrassed of my name um, but like like I mentioned earlier like I, I as I grew like I, I learned the significance and I learned to be like proud of it like and and not be embarrassed and I think like coming to Michigan definitely helped that as well because I saw that like people are able to pronounce my name and it's like absolutely nothing to be like ashamed of and I think it like helped my confidence as well because um I think like if you're not able to just like pronounce your name correctly like that's like I feel like one of the first steps to like your confidence and like presenting yourself like is your name and like I've I've just like mm-hmm. developed like a lot of like insight as to like how important your name is and like how like how much of your identity it encompasses um so yeah just I mean I'm, I'm gonna try like a little harder to like um to like correct people when my name is being pronounced miscorrectly um and like not be embarrassed about it Fatima, you remind when you said like you know how our identity is so like it starts with our name I it reminded me of like a conversation I was having with my sixth grade teacher who she was like oh yeah like saw your last name it's just it's just too long like you should go you know growing up just like marry someone who has like a shorter name like smith or something and no it'll just be easier for your children and i even as a sixth grader i was like this is wrong on so many levels because you're just literally telling me that like my name has like no space in the world and I have to like marry someone to like take on their last name to change my identity and like that was the moment where I was like even if I marry I'm not taking my spouse's name like their last name like I am going to stick with Pomidigantum till the day I die and like make everyone's life a living hell if that's what it means to like pronounce my name because that's just like such it's just like a a disheartening thing for like a sixth grader to hear so yeah I think like I would want to let every 
person who has like a difficult last name or like any other name to like don't listen to anyone if they ask you to like change it against your wishes because it's changing who you are and your identity and that's not it's not a nice thing to go through yeah that whole idea of like changing like your name for like the like for somebody else's um convenience like I I sometimes thought about like when I like get married and I have kids I'm like I'm not gonna name them any like complicated names like I'm just gonna name them like something simple that everybody can pronounce so that like they don't like have to go through like what I went through as a kid um growing up or like you know something simple something easy to pronounce um but that just kind of goes to show like how how like we've been saying like throughout the episode like how considerate we are of like other people um, when really like there's there's problems with that like you should be able to name your child like any like whatever name you want and like if it has like a, a deep cultural significance or whatever and if it's long and hard to pronounce like for other people like that's not your fault for sure exactly i feel like as like i get older i just like kind of think about like oh like my future and all of that stuff i just think like oh if like i saw my child like purposefully like changing like their names like pronunciation to like a comedy for other people like a name that i might have like worked like really hard to like find or like meant a lot to me like how would i feel and then that makes me think like oh like maybe like what does like my own mother who picked my name feel when she sees me like shortening my name or like changing the way it's pronounced like just to like make things easier for people i think it's just a really eye-opening thing to like reflect on and be like okay like if i'm not okay with like my own future children like doing this like why am i okay with like myself mm-hmm. doing it to my to like me and my family Right, that's such a good take. I'll throw in a little bit of a fun question. What do you guys go buy at Starbucks, just out of curiosity? <laughs> I go by Sai. I'm like, it's Sai, S-A-I. And people are usually like, okay. Yeah, I don't really go to Starbucks that often, but when I do, it's usually just Fatima. I haven't really... After, like, the whole Chick-fil-A incident, <laughs> um, my friends were all, like, convincing me to, like, have a white name. And so I've been, like, contemplating. So if anybody has ideas, I'm open <laughs> open to taking them. For, like, a hot second, I used to go by Maya at Starbucks because I was like, okay, it's not, like, a ridiculously, Ooh. like, white name. It's also, like, a South Asian name, so they won't, like, question it. But, like... Every time I said it, I felt so weird. Like, I felt like a fraud. Yeah. So, like, I just, like, I just, I, I was just, like, always, like, uncomfortable when I said it. So, like, now I just, like, say my name. I spell it out for them. They just do their best. Sometimes they actually do pick up the spelling and spell it perfectly. And, like, that, like, really surprises me. I'm, like, okay, I should give people more credit. Um. So, yeah, I, like, had, like, a moment where, like, I used a fake name. I just, I hated myself for it. So now I just, like, use my real name and hope for the best. Yeah. And maybe if we like spell it out for them, maybe someone else later who comes with the same name, they'll be right. ready to like, <laughs> True. you know, so paint it forward. Mm-hmm. So going back to the conversation about our own Desi American community and the standards we hold for one another and the ideals that we encourage in each other. 
Do you think that this issue and the judgment associated with it has made has either made you at any point in your life feel resentful towards your culture or do you think that's something that you see happening in our community? Hmm. I'm not going to lie. I did feel upset uh, sometimes of like, why can't I just be called like, what's a fun white name? Like Emma or like, you know, something short and sweet. Like, why can't I just be called that? Um, but no, like this was, I was born into this culture. It's what I was given. I'm just, I know I've grown to deal with it. I think I have noticed, I don't know if I've noticed other people or maybe some people who do change their names into like a white name. Maybe that is a way that they're feeling resentment towards their culture. Like I, I'm, I can't know for sure, but maybe that is something that's like um, playing into into the fat like into the mix but I also know that within the South Asian community because or at least as an Indian you know there's like North Indian names and South Indian names and then there's like a difference between those I know I've gotten a lot of crap from North Indians for the way my name is spelt or pronounced so it's like we also have like this internal conflict which is not fun so yeah that's my take on that yeah, I definitely think, like, having, like, those own differences, like, within, like, our culture itself also leads to, like, so many additional conflicts that, like, <laughs> literally could be, like, a whole other episode of your guys' podcast. But, um, yeah, I feel like that definitely does, like, lead to resentment, like, within, like, our own community. But I also feel like, like, personally, like, as I've just kind of, like, thinking about names a lot and, like, having these realizations and stuff like that, like... It just, like, makes me realize that, like, if I had to choose between, like, having, like, a name that not many other people have and, like, or, like, having, like, a really common name and having, like, three other people in my class with the same name, I would choose to, like, have the uncommon name because, like, it's kind of nice in a way to, like, have this thing, like, all to myself. Like, I don't know anyone else with, like, the same name as me. And, like, I just, I love learning about, like, the meanings, like, behind people's, like, cultural names. Like, I just feel like they have so much depth and, like just, like, decades, like, centuries of, like, ancestral, like, impact on them. I just think it's, like, like, everyone's names are just so beautiful. And so I think, like, even though, like, it's difficult to, like, deal with and, like, handle sometimes, and, like, even, like, people in our own communities, like, kind of, like, give us crap for our names, like, I feel like I just want to, like, stay optimistic and be, like, okay, hopefully one day, like, everyone will, like, value each other for who they are and, like, just, like, get rid of these differences because, like, learning about people's names just leads to so many, like, great conversations and, like, you can, like, really just, like, learn a lot about a person just, like, based on their name and, like, what their name means to them. Yeah. I think my experience with, like, internal conflict has been, like, my name can, it's, like, commonly spelled f-a-t-i-m-a and i spell it f-a-t-e-m-a and i know like a lot of people in my community are like oh like why is it spelled like that like it's supposed to be spelled like with an i and i'm like there's not really any like rule that says your name has to be spelled in a certain way um so i don't know why like people find the need to like comment on like these little things or like think they're i mean at the end of the name, it's at, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's the same name. Um, 
and just because it's like spelled differently shouldn't really mean much um but sometimes it does and mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know that's just weird it's like i'm not like the other girls let me s- not be like the other girls like, let me be <laughs> unique you know i don't need to hear your comments on my name or whatever i want to be but yeah i think you know we should maybe I think I do hear more variations on names and like newer names like these days. So maybe we all just need to like going forward, like step away from like common names and go a little more creative. Like let's be like, you know, let's embrace the culture and like find newer names, like introduce into the mix. Um, So yeah. Oh, Actually, this is, like, a really segue into, like, a whole new thing. So I don't know if we want to go there. Let's go there. (laughs) Well, I wanted to hear y'all's thoughts on people taking cultural names, like, who are not from our culture and using those to name their children. Like, what are y'all's take on that? Contentious stuff. Because I've been, I've been seeing that more these days. And it's like, do you know where that actually came from? Or did you just like, thought it sounded cute and decided to name your child that? Because I'm all for, you know, us exploring each other's culture, learning more about each other's culture. I do think we should have that sort of a welcoming environment. But where do we draw the line? Or like, do we draw the line? What do we... Sorry that I introduced a question. <laughs> no, 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 you're totally fine. I feel like that's such a, like... It's, like, such, like, a difficult balance because, like, so many of our names are, like, rooted in religion, mm. which, like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, many, like, non-South Asian people might not know that, like, a name that they picked is, like, a religious name. And then, like, you wonder, like, okay, like, did they ever take the time to like learn about our religion or like learn about these customs or practice our traditions or do they just like decide like oh this name's like fun and quirky like let me like name my kid that like I feel like like if a person like hasn't taken the time to like show that respect to our culture and like learn like the roots especially like when like it comes to like religious roots of a name like Again, like, I don't want to mm-hmm. judge anyone for what they do, but also it's, like, difficult because, like, those same names that, like, we ourselves get made fun of for, like, struggle growing up with, someone can just, like, take that and, like, name their child that. And suddenly, like, when they do that, it's, like, oh, like, a fun, like, unique thing to do. But, like, for us, like, we're just seen as, like, an inconvenience. So I don't know. I don't know if, like, <laughs> I really answered your question, but <laughs> it's difficult. I don't think there is an answer, but Fafa, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's hard. I think I, I definitely agree with that. everything Shubarna said. Like, um, because my name is like rooted in religion. Like, like if you look up the meaning of my name on the internet, it'll just say daughter of the prophet. Um, so it's like very like rooted in in, in Islam. Um, and so I feel like someone who's not Muslim, like if they used my name to like name their child, I'd. I'd kind of be a little bit wary about it. I'd be like, is is this, I mean, did you just use it because you liked it? Or do you know, like, the true roots of the name? And, do, like, I don't know, I feel like it could easily be seen as disrespect. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I do feel like like you have to kind of do your research and make sure that you're not like disrespecting um, anyone by by just like using the name just because you think it's it's cool. For me, it's like I see it as a form of cultural appropriation and i'm gonna say it because i see a lot of people especially with hindu names taking them on as they try to like get into spirituality and chakras and crystals and they're like now is the time i'm going to get myself a hindu name as well um and it's just not it's not easy it's not easy like that you can't just pick a name out of anywhere into like a culture that you don't have um as much experience with or ties to because it's not just something you can research and be like I'm just gonna change this part of me and as you were saying we've had negative experiences with our own names and so while we're still having such experiences you can't have other people just taking on names as they will and not having perhaps the same negative experiences that we've had i'll just throw in like another perspective to consider there are a lot of immigrants who will name their children common names once they get here and those names are also technically rooted in religion but it's not like they Mm -hmm. necessarily have looked into that either so just a thought twister ashna coming in with (laughs) a (laughs) curveball that you're also correct with that that is also true like many common names or white names like air quotes are like from the bible or like other abrahamic like variations of the abrahamic religious names i have no answer for this i started out i have no answer (laughs) yeah i think it's like important to consider but i mean i would i would hope that like if you're naming your child you're like and you you take like a lot of consideration into like what the name is and where it's rooted and like where it comes from and so like hopefully it's it's something that you like also consider what are like what are your names like meanings yeah i can i can start um so my name Shiborna means the color of gold which like i made into like the title of my piece but i'm um, basically it's just meant to like, exemplify like like goldenness and like brightness, um, which is interesting because my mom's name is Rupa, which means silver. So it's kind of like a Ooh. like a pattern. I don't know if I can think of like another element. Maybe I'll name my future daughter after that too. We'll see. Sai <laughs> um, Preetha. Sai is supposed to mean holy or revered, I think, and it's like named after. Sai Baba, who's like a guru in Hinduism. And then Preetha is supposed to mean like compassion and love, which I should exemplify more in my day-to-day life. Fatima means um it means to abstain or or motherly. 
Um, but oftentimes, like, when I look it up, it just, it just says the daughter of the prophet. But I think um, it stems from, like, um, the fact that, like, she is seen as, like, the mother or, like, a, a very, like, prominent mother figure in, um, in Islam. So I think that's where it comes from. What does Ashna mean, Ashna? It depends on the context, but generally it means friend. It could also mean, like, lover, depending on how it's used. But direct translation would be friend, yeah. Companion, I guess. After having kind of talked about this, and the so there's so many layers to this topic, there's so many aspects, and everyone's experiences while similar, still so unique. So what advice do you have to someone who's struggling with their identity through their name because of the community that they live in, because of the society that they're growing up in? Somebody who may be feeling like they don't fit in because their name is different or they feel resentful towards their culture and where they come from because of the added burden of their name, for lack of better words. Yeah, I think, like, the biggest thing that I would say is that, like, I feel like with, like, various experience, like, I think we all kind of touched on this, like, for every, like, person who makes fun of us for our name like disrespects us for our name there are like five other people who do make a genuine effort to learn or like do care about like what our name is so I'd say that like even though like someone may be in a current environment that like really doesn't give them that respect like having a conversation trying to have a conversation is still valuable and like you know, like, one day, like, those, like, people who do truly respect you for who you are, like, will stick around, like, will be there eventually, I'd say, and, like, I feel like it's just, like, a thing of, like, growing up and, like, I always, like, found, like, such a huge, like, difference between, like, my college mindset and, like, my, like, like, K through 12 mindset and, like, I feel like the type of people you encounter when you, like, go to college are just so different the people you grow up with and like they're just like more like understanding more compassionate um people around you like as you grow up and like you like really find those people eventually so like yeah it's like anyone who like disrespects me for my name like I'm gonna cut them out of my life like I don't need them around and like people who do respect me and like care about like who I am as a person like they will stick around I exactly like I think the biggest thing for me was to come to acceptance with my own self about my name. And that usually started with being okay with what my name meant, learning about the culture and the history, talking with my parents about why they named me so, and hearing just like the background of it, because that really solidified my own name for me and why I should hold it closer to my heart. And as you were as you were saying, like for every person that is going to make a joke about out of it or is going to ignore the pronunciation or just not going to try, like there will be others who will try very hard to make sure that you feel loved and welcomed. Keep those people around you, and then you know, with each day, you will get stronger with even and more com- confident in correcting the people who don't 
take the time. So it's it's a long journey. It won't come easily. It's not just something and be like, don't do that. And you'll just stop doing that. Like you will find the time and the you know, when it works the best for you, for you to start making these changes in your life and the correct environment that will let you make those changes. So yeah, we should be able to like call other people in and make space for other people to have their names pronounced the correct way. So you can set an example for other people in the room by making it an active choice to pronounce everyone's names correctly and, you know, take advice, you know, hear from others what they want their name to be pronounced as. Yeah, exactly what Sai and Shaberna said. And just like adding on to that, um, looking again, like going back to that point about fear, like that's that's usually like the emotion that's stopping us from like correcting other people. Um, it's like fear and shame. And so just like um, trying to conquer those emotions and like understanding the significance of your name will kind of help you like understand that like it's nothing to be ashamed of and it's actually something to be proud of and it's like okay to correct people um and like most of the times people will be willing to pronounce it how it's how it's supposed to be pronounced and like you have every right to correct someone if if they're pronouncing your name incorrectly because it is like such a big part of our identity Thank you guys again so much for joining us and sharing your stories and experiences navigating this strange phenomenon that we all undergo. I'm sure that our audience has similar experiences to these and will be able to relate to a lot of what we talked about. And hopefully we can take some of the advice that you guys just gave and move towards being a more accepting society and hopefully one day maybe get to a point where our children or their children don't have to consider this as much of an issue anymore and can feel pride in where they come from and who they are. Until next time, this is Samosas and Mimosas.